As the clock ticks down to zero in the state title game, your Kittitas Coyote boys basketball team wins their third straight state title. There is the horn. Let the celebration begin for the Ellensburg High School girls basketball team, who are your 2023 WIAA 2A state champs, concluding their second straight undefeated season. Davis Spencer in the windup and the 1-2 pitch on the way. And strike three! And your Ellensburg Bulldogs are the 2018 state champs, continuing their dominance with the third state title in the last five years. This is Justin McKee, your voice of the Ellensburg Rodeo, and you're listening to the Kittitas Valley Sports Talk Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Eric, John, and Sammy. Well, welcome back to a special episode of your Kittitas Valley Sports Talk Podcast. I am Eric Sorensen in the Evergreen Home Loans Mobile Studio. That's right, the mobile studio. That's right. Give them a call. Check them out if you're thinking about building or buying. And this podcast is brought to you by Country Companies Insurance. Go check out Devin Shannon, his agency down there on... What street's that again? Basically the corner of 3rd and Pearl. See, I always forget. That's why I make John say that. Yeah. <laughs> and, right. uh, go check him out. He, very nice guy. He's related. So I say it every time. Best yep. hair in the business. Dang right. That's right. So if you need any insurance, go check him out. Some financial stuff. Give him a call. And we are doing this special episode, releasing it on Monday, whatever date that's going to be. <laughs> We're releasing on Monday the 13th. Monday the 13th. Yeah. Because Very special episode. Basketball practice starts today in the in the state of Washington and as we are we have some coaches lined up here to interview and, and talk about this and we weren't able to get everybody but we were able to get a few and the two that we didn't get we'll try to get them later on this season but That's right. uh fire it up we have coach Phillips from the Kidass girls team mm-hmm. we have coach Galando up there from the Cleon girls team right. coach Gary Favero of the Cleon boys and uh, uh pretty excited i know that uh things are getting cold F- fall sports are wrapping up. Love me some fall sports, but I'm, I'm getting to the point where I have to wear too many layers. That's right. To watch those fall sports. So we're going to head inside to the climate controlled. As Coach Chet Weeks used to tell he called me after baseball practice. Say, Coach, you know, it's climate controlled in the gym, right? And I'm like, yeah, I, I, thanks, Chet. So, uh, but uh, nope, I'm fired up to watch some hoops this winter. You know, and we've got some high expectations only because of the groundwork that mm-hmm. the teams have been laying down for us. I mean, uh, you know, we talk about Tim Brevet, you know, leading the charge, looking for, or I guess not just him, but mm-hmm. he and his squad are, are looking for state championship number three yeah. in a row. Um, and I know we graduated um, some talent. We got some some of that talents on Central's team, mm-hmm. on UW's team, which we're watching on the TV mm-hmm. right now. Uh, but we bring back quite a bit in mm-hmm. Ellensburg. Uh, I'm sure Coach Glondo is going to talk about what they're going to do to improve on their 19-win season last mm-hmm. year. So I really look forward to yeah. seeing what the, the squad's put together this year. Absolutely. And in the confines of 70-degree right. uh, temperatures. It'll be delightful. It will be. Um, I'm fired up. I think that uh, Kittitas-Kalilo matchup is going to be a good one this year. I think both, you know, Kittitas have been young. Nice. They've been yeah. building for it. And then the Kalilo's got a pretty big wave of basketball players coming. They do. Um, I've, I've heard um, – I've heard coaches give them some mad props. Mm-hmm. We'll just say, um, yeah. I've even heard one coach say they're going to be a problem, yes. which is a huge compliment. Mm-hmm. So, yep. And as uh, the as you'll hear the two uh, Kittitas girls or Kittitas and Cleveland girls coaches talking, and you know it's just the EWAC's getting tougher, especially on this side of things, and and uh, they'll they'll get into that, I'm sure, and and uh, you know, heck, Ellensburg girls. 
they're non-league. They got Eastmont out of the gate, Hermiston, East Lake, Moses Lake. Those yeah. are all three A and four A teams. We'll get some lake time. Then they go play Chiawana, four A team. Actually, Chiawana should be here, but my computer's frozen, guys. I can't get that going for some reason. There we go. Some technical difficulties. Yeah, the Chiawana at home, and then they play WF West later on in December. Um, and then the other one I saw, that was it. But they, WF then, West is always in the two A state. Always, tournament, like literally every year. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's a tough uh, CWAC league. So it's exciting stuff. Then we get good times, and hopefully we're catching some teams in the Yakima Sun Dome and the Spokane Arena come that second week in March. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. That, Absolutely. That that second week in March or first week, whatever the schedule lays out, it's one of the best weeks that a student can have mm-hmm. because you're either playing in the state tournament or school is shut down and you're road tripping to the state tournament. That's right. And, uh, you know, if you're going down to Yakima, you can go back and forth. If you're going to Spokane, you're making a week out of it, mm-hmm. um, which it's just a really, it's a really exciting time. Yeah. And uh, not trying to, like, remember back in the day when <laughs> I was in high school, uh, I think a couple of years ago it was. And, and uh, you know, it's just fun. And, and uh, you just remember things like that. Yeah, you know? so, absolutely. Yeah. It'll be fun. I'm excited to get out and watch. And we got... Uh all three interviews, and I think we're just going to roll all those things back to back to back to back, and then we'll come back and wrap up with a little bit at the end of this. But uh, uh, right. there's, you know, we're excited of the hoops. We're excited about this, but we're fresh off of a big weekend. We're fresh off of Veterans Day weekend. That's and right. Like I said on the Friday radio show, on behalf of the Valley Sports Talk, we want to thank all our veterans out there that that uh, fought for our country and did everything that they did to, to make sure that we're safe and get to sit here in a – Evergreen Home Loan Studio podcast about local high school sports. That's right. So we're very and, fortunate. And, and this is this is the hardest part of my day, and yep. it's wonderful. It's pretty and awesome. <laughs> so we, we, we thank our vets for that. Absolutely. So we will be right back with Coach Phil as I'll introduce the best hair in the business. That's right. In the league, if there was an award for it, he'd be a unanimous vote at the league <laughs> meeting, and uh, we're fired up. So without further ado, let's go ahead and bring on Coach Phil, and then we'll have the – the Cleom coaches and wrap. We'll be right back after all those interviews to wrap this thing up. Well, as we come in to kick off this preview of the hoop season for our Monday episode where they kick off practice today, we are kicking things off with, I mean, of course the man with the best hair in the business. Yeah. The flow from the sidelines, coach Nate Phillips, the head girls basketball coach out there at Kittitas coach. Thank you for taking a few minutes to come on the podcast with us. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> you already made him laugh. You're 22 already two seconds in, and he's yeah. laughing. I mean, you probably have the most guest appearances in this thing than anybody. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, I just randomly show up on here sometimes. So we appreciate that. Thank you. I think <laughs> Phil is be- the reason why we have four headsets I because we so. just needed somebody for or something for him. We yeah. just named it the yeah. Phil. Yeah. <laughs> we just want to uh, like like. Uh, like Eric was saying, we want to talk about uh, Kittitas basketball, the the EWAC conference, uh, what you see, um, you know, coming around in in the conference and and maybe around the entire region. So, Coach, today, uh, you know, we're recording this on a or releasing this on a Monday. Today is practice number one. Uh, have you been waiting for this for roughly eight nine months, or has it been nice to have a little bit of a break? Uh, for me, it's been nice to actually have a little bit of a break. Um, you know, running from basketball into fast pitch in the summer, fast pitch and and everything. It's been nice to have a break, but um, yeah, I mean, it's here. It always gets here quicker than you think, and uh, we'll be ready to go on Monday. 
Um, you know, I'm lucky I got Caleb Harris as an assistant, and I know um, he'll be excited to uh, to get into this uh, year three with this group. Tell me about this group, and and this is the um, the reality of all small school coaches, especially for you. Like you said, you go from basketball to, to fast pitch. Um, you know, a lot of these ladies are, are three sport athletes, or t- at least two sport athletes, and then they got clubs and everything like that. Um, is it is it nice to know that they're athletic ladies in terms, whether it's volleyball or, or fast pitch or whatever club it is? Um, you know, you've got you've got some talent on the roster. Um, and it, and it can be applied for a post player or shooters or whatever it is. Is it nice to know that, uh, you're bringing back some talent this year? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's nice to know, like the, the group, it's nice to know the group I have and they know us, um, the last two years really like spent like trying to build some enjoyment in the game, um, and, and build them to a place where they can compete and, that's what we've been doing, um, and I, I think we're uh, we're in a really good place for that this year. Especially having been really young over the last uh, the last couple of years, and just a, a handful of seniors, um, upperclassmen for the last two years. I think we've had four total. So they they are now in that role that kind of maybe wasn't necessarily there, and not on a not on those kids that were there, just the environment we've been in. So a few, these girls have been playing together for years, ever since kindergarten or, or, you know, probably from before then. Right. But, um, and some of these girls were playing and a couple of them were starters as eighth graders and such with just the way the, the roster was shaping up in Kittitas. And so, um, now they're your, your juniors and, and your, and your seniors. And so, can you tell a difference? I know Monday is the first day of practice, but just by seeing these girls in the halls or, or on the softball diamond, can you tell a maturity and a, an athleticism that's different today than it was, you know, two, three years ago? Uh, maturity for sure. The, the conversations with them now are, are centered more around uh, wanting to be successful and, and a lot more um, team oriented where when they're younger, they're, they're really focused on like improving themselves and, and really kind of finding their way. Um, especially when you're younger, um, it, it helps to have them upperclassmen that, that can, can shoulder the responsibility of, of game management or um, talking to a coach. Um, it's a lot when you, you take a freshman and, and they got to go talk to a head coach. And especially when you're, head coach is your math teacher and your fast pitch coach and you spend just hours upon hours with them. Um, that's a lot when you're younger, but when you're older and, and you've been around them, it makes it a lot easier. And now we got a few younger kids too that, um, you know, they've got some upperclassmen that, that know me pretty well and, and that they can, they can talk to about things and they don't have to go to the head coach directly or they can ask questions of those girls. Let's uh, let's switch gears here a little bit, and um, let's talk about the conference itself. Uh, we're going to be uh, obviously you guys are going to be traveling. Uh, you're going to see. I've seen some of the, the non-link schedule and everything like that. We'll get to that in a second. But the EWAC, how's that shaping up? And and um, 
you know, what are, where are the teams to beat or, or maybe a couple of the games you guys have circled on the schedule? Well, I think on our side of the league, um, we've, we've been slowly kind of building. You know, I know um, Mapton's still going to be your favorite. They've been they've been young right along with us and Cleelum the whole time, uh, but a little bit just just tougher and harder to handle at times. So they're they're going to be the favorite on our side, and hand in hand with them has got to be Cleelum. Um, you know, those two split last year. Uh, that's a, a super young group as well. Um, you know, led by you know Gracie Galando and and a, a, a still a, a really young like group of freshmen and sophomores and they're coupling in now with some upperclassmen that have been with them. So those two, and then I think we're right in the mix. Um, you know, we've had some injuries and some unfortunate, like our COVID shutdown during that first year back that have kind of held us up from, I think probably seeing our real potential. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then you know, white Swan is white Swan. They play basketball down there. Um, <laughs> They're always going to be tough. Uh, it's a tough place to play. And then um, Highland is, uh, you know, their uh, their coach does a really good job, and so does the Golden Bill coach. So I think our league, um, from where I was when I came in three years ago, and Granger's on this side too, is uh, is pretty strong right now. And then on the other side, you've got the Warden Juggernaut that's still cruising along. Um, Columbia Burbank made big strides last year as well, and uh, Tri Cities Prep. I mean, it kind of they've been pretty consistent for about the last eight or nine years. So, I think it's a pretty solid league. If you're if you're winning on the road, you're you're doing something right, and you better be protecting your home. One thing you talked about on the road. One thing that I noticed when I got the I got the schedule was uh, and. This is a total dad-to-dad question. Um, I'm noticing, I think, aside from two, you don't have any Tuesday games in the middle of January on a school night. <laughs> so is it nice to know you're not traveling from Burbank out of the Tri-Cities to get home at 1 a.m. in the morning and be at school at 7.30 or whatever? Uh has it always been like that? It just seems like I'm seeing fewer Tuesday games and pretty much everything is scheduled at least. Well, if the weather cooperates for, for Friday, Saturday. So yeah, double headers, but at least you don't have to come home at one, one thirty in the morning on a Tuesday night. Yeah. I think they've, uh, I think as the, the league gotten a little bigger. They've sat down and tried to really make sure that happens. Um, yeah, you can you can remember the days when we'd go to Waterville on a Tuesday. <laughs> Those are some late nights. Yeah, yeah, they're some late awesome. nights. But yeah, like literally looking at that, and even when you look at the way the fall schedule fell out for um, soccer and and volleyball, it, it sure looked like they tried to make sure um, it was consistent that you were you were at home on a Tuesday and on the road on I forget what day a Thursday or vice versa. Give me give me an idea. You, you kind of made reference to it a little bit uh, with you know COVID and and injuries over the last couple of years. Will you be at least on day one? Will you be relatively injury free, um, or is that uh, remain to be seen? Uh, going in, we look like uh, we're we're healthy starting out and should be able to to hit the ground running. 
Um, I know last year it was after having one year under us, it was it, things went a lot quicker. Uh, the girls knew what the expectations were, and uh, we'll raise those expectations again this year and uh, keep kind of pushing them to, to get the most out of them and, and challenge them and, and continue to grow them as athletes and players and people. Well, Coach Phil, as we, we wrap this one up, there's a fun question I'm going to ask all you guys, all you coaches that are going to come on here today. And, and we know, and, uh, and you know, rest in peace, Bobby Knight and the Hoosier State, but at what point in the season are we throwing on the movie Hoosiers for our team? <laughs> yep, there's a lot. <laughs> that, Hoosier, if you, if you need a good Hoosiers watch, it might need to be about, like, January. Ah, yeah. okay. January yeah. might be that point in time. I do know when they were talking about that, they uh, they referenced Gene Hackman's character was uh, based off of Bobby Knight more than anything, like his demeanor and everything. That I didn't know that. Yeah, they were they were talking about that as he passed. Oh, man, that's awesome. I need, to, Makes I, need total to give, sense. I need to give some I need to give some Bobby Knight type interviews. Yes, the game <laughs> the game face the game face one is still got one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a hundred percent true. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Well, Coach, thank you so much for taking the time to call in to us, and uh, good luck this season. We'll be excited to get there and watch you guys play. Well, we look forward to it. Thank you, fellas. Thanks, Coach. Have a good practice. Yep. Will do. Well, we are back, and as promised, we got Dr. Gary Favero on the line, the Cleveland Rosin Boys head basketball coach, first year at the helm. Thank you for taking time to swing into the old Evergreen Home Loan Studios. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, chiropractor by day and savage basketball coach. Damn right. <laughs> savage. I, I'm, I, I love it. I was going to say the savage doctor. Now right. he's, got, he's got the nickname for the rest of the season yeah. on the podcast. Heck that yeah. is. I mean, with that. It, Heck yeah. Yeah, we're good. Well, you know, I, I remember this summer when you talked about, you know, when you got the job. And just tell us, how fired up are you to be the man at the helm of... Yeah. Oh man. I, I'm definitely having some sleepless nights and, uh, my wife thinks I've gone a little off the rails, but I'm a little, I'm a little obsessed right now with basketball. And yeah, absolutely. I, I change plans just about every other day on, on what the plan will be. But, um, but yeah, we're definitely not the team we were last year, but, um, I like that, you know, my, my oldest son graduated last year and, and I mean, we had some talent that we were working with. And so, yeah, a whole different look this year as far as uh, faces and, and, uh, but I like it um, in different direction and um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Super excited. Absolutely. Yeah. What, what's the, you, you know, you talk about sleepless nights or, um, you know, you driving your wife or family crazy and stuff like that <laughs> being all in on basketball. What is it? How do you, how, I mean, as a coach, you know, your goal is to, you know, you have goals and 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 thresholds for kids to, to make, but how do you not get overly excited or how do you keep focused and, like, on the game plan that you're setting for yourself and, and your team? Yeah, that's a good question. I um, I mean, I I love basketball, first of all. Um, I still play it. Matter of fact, I got a fat ankle right now because I <laughs> rolled it yesterday. <laughs> but you probably know a guy to fix it. Though. I do, so yeah. I've been trying to yank on my own foot for a while. <laughs> Didn't really pay off, but, but, um, yeah, I just, I'm really trying to keep it all in perspective. Um, I don't, without starting practice yet, I don't really know 
my personnel as good as I did last year in the last four years. But um, there are um, – I'm going to try to just keep it simple. I'm not going to try to overwhelm them. And I think for me that kind of keeps my level of, oh, we could be doing this and doing that. I mean, I'm just flying off the handle sometimes on the things I would like to do. But I'm just going to pull the reins back a little bit and just – try to keep the game simple, but I really want to do little things, basketball things really good, you know? And mm-hmm. so that's going to be my main focus. And then from there, just kind of pick and choose a w- what I feel like we can uh, accomplish and go for it. So, and, and maybe you'll know better next week or, and that might morph into something where, you know, better in December and January, but I, right, is it, What's going to be the, you know, pros and cons? Are, are we bringing back height? Are we bringing back speed? Are we bringing back just, you know, <laughs> actually, yeah. you know a specific skill set? Or does yeah. that remain to be seen? Um, no, I, I know some of the answers to those questions. We are, we were a big team last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. people would watch us walk into the gym and they're yep. just like, whoa. <laughs> Me um, being a kid that's a dad, yeah, yeah I was wow. one of the guys who was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We definitely don't have that this year. Um, our tallest guy is going to be about 6'5". And then we worked down from there a little bit. But, yeah, we were last year, I mean, we were, I mean, the only one under six feet was my son. So yep. everybody was height-wise. So we are probably going to make up for it in quickness, I think. Um, we, have, uh, we have a couple of good shooters that I like to see on the floor. Uh, my son's a freshman, and he's just kind of – he's a good ball player. He's just all around, b- good ball handler, good shooter. Um, he he knows the game, good passer. So if I can work them all into better shooting even and uh, just – I want them to play the game of basketball the way it's supposed to be played. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to reinvent the wheel at all. I just want to break it down so that we, we do those basketball things really good. And from there, I hope the other pieces kind of fall into place. And, you know, we'll see. So a lot of – definitely a lot of unknowns for me. Um, but I hope I lay it out the first week and see what I've got. And I've right. got – I mean, I've got a pretty good idea. I've been around the program for the last four years. So – and I've coached some of these kids even in middle school. So um, it's amazing how – I mean, already I've, I've seen a couple of them play in open gym. And I'm thinking, wow, they've they've – it's amazing how they can jump in leaps and bounds in just a, a season. So right. uh, excited to see some of the things I'm seeing. And, yeah, if I can fine-tune those horses. And it was really cool, really cool being in that uh, first game of state last year. I I tell you, it eats at me. I want to get back to that mm-hmm. badly. So, I mean, that's a fun place for kids to be and coaches. And, oh, yeah. And um, to get a little taste of that, you just – you really want to start figuring out how to get back to that because it's nothing that feels as good as that to me. Yeah, um, agreed. Well, it's the best setting in high school basketball. Yeah, yeah, it's phenomenal. It's yeah. a fun Getting back to that Spokane arena. Place. Place. What you need to, yeah. yeah, yeah. To me, that's that's the Washington version of like Indiana basketball. Mm-hmm. Town shuts down, and I love seeing small schools, small communities come to Spokane and yeah, make a you know, day or you hope a weekend or a week of it. Um, And just knowing the Cleveland community, I know they're going to get behind you guys. Oh gosh. They always always do great people. Can we talk about that really quick? And, and cause I, I've been, you know, as, as a kid, a test dad, I mean, the Cleveland game is a, is an easy 
game to get to, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's because of Kittitas, but like every, uh, because of, you know, a county rivalry mm-hmm. or whatever, every time I'm in the Cleveland gym, it is loud, packed, great concessions, yeah. noise. I mean, it is a passionate fan base. Yeah. Uh, year after year. And so that's got to be fun to, be around well, and they travel pretty dang good too so yeah and that i think that's part of my excitement um seeing that boys and girls i mm-hmm. mean we're we we pack the stands and they're they're just a lot of basketball knowledge up there so even even outside of the gym and games and, and seeing a lot of the uh the folks up there in Cleelum around town and at the coffee shop i mean <laughs> yeah. they're pumped up and it's yeah. like some people i didn't even know were there like <laughs> man i loved that play yeah. so you know it's just it's super cool uh, our our department's up there making some changes with concessions in the way the the gym flows and operates, and so that'll be pretty cool. And so they're they're working hard up there. A bunch of actually really good. Our our athletic director is amazing, Haley Bator, and uh, she's actually she's taking care of a lot for me as far as getting my feet into the door and what what I need to do and kind of putting all the the uh the technical stuff paperwork and getting me through that and yeah. get me on the right path vince galano the the girls head coach is amazing i can call him up any time of the day or night and he's available and so it's it's good to have a a good group of folks up there yeah. but but yeah I, that's part of my excitement is just the amount of people's interest in sitting in the gym and watching basketball yeah. and you know but I, I went to our soccer game last night yes. a lot of people at that yeah. so you know, a lot of things going on in Clayelum as far as putting teams together that yeah. can make these uh, state runs. So yeah, it's definitely. a pretty exciting time for sure. So I'm 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 just excited to be part of it and can it not start soon enough? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ask my wife. Yeah, that's right. Oh man, what are you going over now? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. What do you mean you changed your press? <laughs> She's going to know every in and out. Oh, yeah, she will. Before. That's dang right. Well, I pulled up your guys' schedule today, and you, I always, in the past episodes, I've talked about, you know, you bite the head off the frog to eat, start your morning, right? Yeah. <laughs> Looks like you're doing that with the season. You guys go to Tri-Cities yeah. Prep, yeah. Columbia Burbank at home, Riverview at home, and then you get Manson from the other district to come home. But, yep. you know, talk about that's pretty good non-league yeah. crossover. Yeah, schedule. schedule-wise, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's going to test us right away, which um, I don't have a problem with. Mm-hmm. Um, I like. These tougher games, the RPIs go up, and um, even though it, you look at it and you take a little step back, it's uh, it's the way I like to go out of the gates, just mm-hmm. to swing. And so, yeah, we're we're definitely gonna have the test put to us, but I feel uh, in a short period of time, I think we're gonna be ready to. I just want to compete. I wanna I wanna get the attention of these other teams. Like, hey, they're they're not what they were, but we're we're something else, and we're gonna mm-hmm. be we're gonna be in the games hopefully and. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that works out. You got to control what you can control, right? And you can control your your dudes. Yeah. Do you know what the rest of the EWAC is going to look like? I mean, every every team is different every year. Yeah. No matter what, but yep. what does the rest of the EWAC look like, or maybe even the state itself? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they're they're always going to be competitive. Um, I got hired a little bit late, so I, I get my summer program off the ground. Took a little bit of time, so I didn't get into as many tournaments as I was hoping to. But we did end up in a tournament, and uh, unfortunately, we played a few of those teams, and uh, it, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't pretty. But you know, I mean, I didn't 
I didn't have uh, the group I'm going to be working with primarily, but I had some really good players turn out this summer and uh, some really some young kids and um, I learned they're they're ready to battle. So, but yeah, so we got a little look at some of these other teams. Um, Tri Cities Prep, they're going to be they got a good team this year. So they've got. Uh, they were like us last year when they walked onto the floor in our tournament. That tournament we were in, I thought, whoa. They, <laughs> yeah. they got some height, and yeah. uh, they got some great shooters. So, yeah, it's going to be – it'll be a challenge. But um, I think everybody outside of that, they, they definitely are going to make a step up uh, challenge-wise. Um, Columbia Burbank had a really good team last year. I mean, yep. their coach is phenomenal, so you know he's going to bring it. So, mm-hmm. And so are these other teams. I mean, everybody's hungry in this league to to get their piece of the pie so yeah i I love it um i like the challenge so i'm going to give you the coach speak before you can give it to me coach (laughs) but like the the most important game is the next one on the schedule right right is there one that you guys have circled on the calendar or is it really let's just get through the first day of practice kid it has has. Uh, (laughs) i won't tell chet you you just go about this okay (laughs) Chet, Chet's talking to me a lot lately, so I don't know if I, I'm on his radar or he's on mine. <laughs> no, Chet's a good guy. Um, mm-hmm. Not necessarily kid at test, but yeah, I uh, the mindset is just one game at a time. Um, work on the things that need to be worked on and hopefully improve every game. And uh, and really just, I just want to see my, uh, my players compete, but have a good time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're gonna set some goals. We got some hefty goals, but we're gonna definitely um, we're gonna we're gonna do what we can um, to to put ourselves in a good right. position by the end of the season. Hopefully, hopefully, well, I'm back here talking about some of this, saying I told you so. Dang but. right. <laughs> or if we're talking in March about games, Absolutely. that means right. you know what? Yeah. Yep. We <laughs> made, made it, it off. Yeah. You know, in that yeah. that matchup, I know. I guess we jokingly have named it the Battle for Elk Heights, oh, the right. Kittitas Clown yeah. matchup. But yeah. you know, I always tell my guys, I'm like. That, winning that game makes you walk a little taller come Ellensburg Rodeo. Yeah. Walking yeah. around the fairgrounds. Really does. So <laughs> right. it doesn't matter whatever sport yeah, it is. It does ways. make you. It goes oh, both yeah. ways. Because yeah. yeah. you'll be seeing that guy from up there or down there, and you think, hey, who yeah. took it to you? Right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That's, and that's, it's a, it was one of the cool things about Cleveland coming down to this league is that it has created a true rivalry. I think so. Yeah. For us. Yeah. Because and it's it, healthy. It's healthy yeah. to have. Yeah. Well, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of the – I working here in Ellensburg, and mm-hmm. a lot of my patients are from Kittitas, and yeah. so I get to jab them in the ribs a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right before district playoff games. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. <laughs> Some of them never come back. I don't understand why. Yeah, right. <laughs> you being on the – you know, the – you're – uh, the furthest west of the EWAC team, so it seems like every road game except maybe Kittitas is is a long one. Is there a gym or is there a road trip that always seem that you probably think is going to be the worst or hardest? Is there a gym that's hard to compete against or or compete in? Yeah, we we have we have a couple of those. Um, Kittitas is one of them. I, I really? don't know why it is. If it's, but that seems to be a gym that historically we seem to fumble around a lot and uh it's just a it's a it's a strange game mm-hmm. when we go to the kid task gym i don't know why oh, interesting yeah. chet yeah. weeks maybe looking at me a little freaky eye yeah. or something but <laughs> 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 um but yeah that i don't know why that is it was funny mm-hmm. i was just talking about this with one of the assistant coaches uh that i worked with 
And uh, we were talking about that, like, what what is about going to Kittitas? So hopefully Kittitas has an issue coming to our court. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's yeah. one of them, yeah. 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 Um, other than that, for some reason, when we get down into, like, the Columbia Burbank gym yeah. and even Tri-Cities Prep, it's a, it's a different atmosphere, yeah. and mm-hmm. we seem to take a while. Our team last year, it, it took them a little bit of time to, to get rolling. Hopefully, we're not going to have that problem anymore. I'm going to try to give my, my kids some headspace where they hit the floor and their shoes are laced up and they're ready to go so we don't take a slow start. Well, I mean, we always picked it up as the game went on, but it gets a little little worrisome when you if you get behind in the mm-hmm. game and then all of a sudden it's making up making up right. Right. points. So, I got one last question for you. Go for it. And it's going to be a fun one that. I just came up with it just now. It's our podcast. We do whatever we want. Yeah, um, yeah. A fun little question. We're going to ask wild. every. That's right. Yeah. We're going to ask every basketball coach to end the interview. At what point in the season do you show the film Hoosiers? <laughs> because you see I it. Did it. You already did it. All right. Well, now we to know. my own kid. That's yeah. dang right. So not the whole team. But yeah. Um, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> I just thought about that the other day. Um, I literally I watched it. Like yeah. my, my head coach uh at Cleelum, we watched Hoosiers and that's right I, that was my first I had never watched it before that yeah. but it definitely it had an impact so I think every basketball you, you always watch at one point you, you get, not I mean I I can't tell you how many times I watched that but even in the very last scene where it's panning up into the yeah. black and white photo and I think the last words in the movie are I love you guys by yeah, yeah. Gene, when Gene Hack yeah. and I'm like oh my god that gets you. Yeah, gets save you. that for a big game. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I'll show it, but yeah. <laughs> kids nowadays might like, not know what, what the is heck that? is this. Yeah. Why are the shorts so short? <laughs> <laughs> There's no three-point line, coach. It's coming coach. back, though. Shorts are shorter. That's right. They That's are right. coming back, yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so awesome. much for taking time to stop in and talk to us, and yeah. good luck this season, and good luck Monday. And Thanks. I appreciate you yeah. having me, and yeah. we'll talk soon. Absolutely. So we are back. <laughs> continuing our run of interviews with high school basketball coaches on the phone now with us is coach Vince Glondo up there at the Cleveland Roslyn girls basketball team. Uh, coach, how's it going? Very good. Very good. Very excited for the season to get started. So, well, and you've been waiting yeah. too long. I, I got to imagine the, the, <laughs> the time between March and November, does it just kind of drag on? And I know you got camps and summer ball or, or off season stuff, but is it finally here and and now you can it's like is it like christmas morning kind of it it is and um for the simple fact that um last year we i was really excited how the year turned out but uh we made it to that first round of state and we lost by three so that was a heartbreaker so i was um myself and the girls i know were uh, ready to to get back at it so yeah. Can I just jump all over that and say, uh, I mean, you don't want to end with a loss, but is that great fuel to the fire? Was that good that it maybe was eating at you or motivating you and, and the ladies? Absolutely. Yeah, that was, uh, it's definitely a motivator for this year. And um, I was really proud of where we came from as a team with um, what we had and our experience, I mean, we're super, super young team. Um, I'm bringing back all five starters. Um, if we still go that route, but from last year, I, I get all five back. Um, so to get to where we did was a really big accomplishment. And, um, and it was also a heartbreaker because nobody wants to lose. But I, I told the girls at the end of the season, I said, 
man, this is something to definitely build on for next year and um, is a really big motivator for us. So, yes, absolutely. These girls are, are athletes, so they've got, you know, they might have other sports or club ball or, or just other things going on and everything, but were you able to to play a little bit in the summertime or, or um, in between seasons? What, what What's the off-season look like? Yeah, so our summer – um, was pretty good. We were able to get in a couple tournaments. We went down to Granger. Um, we played some bigger schools. We played Eisenhower. Um, we played some of the teams in our own league. And then uh, we went to Gonzaga, which was a really neat camp for the girls. We got, I think, nine or ten games in. Wow. Um, played a lot of basketball, saw a lot of different schools, some in our division, some some bigger um, a lot of good team bonding stuff. And then, you know, it was, it's really tough for me to do anything. Um, like right now, I know a lot of schools or a lot of teams play, um, on Sundays and Saturdays, but literally if every one of my girls are either doing volleyball or soccer and, um, so they're, they're go, go, go. And I, our, volleyball team did really good this year yeah. we made it to the postseason and obviously our soccer team I think I have five or six girls on that team on the soccer team and we're playing this Saturday to to get into the final four so Heck yeah um yeah so they're 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 all out they most of them play three sports so yeah can can we talk about that a little bit I <clears throat> maybe this is a little bit of coach speak or maybe it it's me just kind of overthinking it but is it nice to have the girls uh the ladies like mix it up and and not just play basketball maybe that keeps the juices going as like oh they're looking forward to it rather than get bored with one sport not saying that you can get bored with basketball but is it nice to know you got some you got some volleyball ladies you got some uh soccer ladies who are both doing very well yeah i think that's really important um i think it's good mentally and also physically it's it's good mentally to get your mind and take it off of what you're doing and you're not around the same, you're not around the coach, the same coach, the same players most of the time. And you get to change it up mentally, but then physically you're using different muscles and different movements. And, um, I, I really promote at least two sports if, if not three. And I mean, you talk to most these kids that want to go to the next level, these college coaches, they're looking for that. They're mm-hmm. looking for multi-sport athletes. So, um, I did three sports in high school and, and, and it, that gave me a really big insight to help relay that to the girls to, uh, to change it up. So yes, absolutely. Well, and I think it, it, it promotes learning how to win in different situations. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Coach Sorensen, I don't know if you just heard him. So he goes, I played three sports in high school. He was a star. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, no. they needed to build an addition to the house for the trophies and ribbons. And I That's mean, right. He's a star. He's a star. Um, let's talk about the EWAC a little bit. Uh, you know, we've mm-hmm. joked around with uh, Coach Phil uh, down there in Kittitas, uh, um, mm-hmm. and he, he gives you some some major props. I, I think he said uh, – um, this is not a direct quote, but he expects Cleone to be a, a problem. Um, and yeah. those are, those are, those are great. Uh, I mean, obviously you got to back it up, but those are great words that, um, you know, there's mm-hmm. coaches out there that are, are aware of you. What does the rest of the EWAC look like to you? Um, you know, it keeps getting tougher and tougher. Um, 
Institute of Tasks is obviously they're scrappy. Uh, they always give us fits for some reason. And cause we play all the girls play softball, select softball, they all play with each other. So it seems like when we play them, kid task gets way up. So that's, that's a tough matchup. Um, White Swan, we played them this summer, and there was a couple girls that um, popped up that they didn't have last year, um, and they're going to be tough this year. White Swan's going to be really tough, and then obviously our big, in my opinion, our big competition is going to be Mountain. Um, we got them once last year up at home, and then they got us down there, but their age, is a, uh, age levels, I mean, they're really young. They're like we are, so... Um, that's it's, I think our side's going to be really scrappy this year. Our our uh, our ski whack, yeah. What what is so. that about about Mapton? Uh, that seems to be the sport they excel mm-hmm. in, and mm-hmm. I don't think they're they're not overly tall, correct? Uh, or or maybe they are, but nope. I don't know not. what it is. They're just quick and and aggressive. They are a super aggressive. Um, Mrs. Mangarelli, I, I, that's her, she has, she's married now, but she's obviously comes from a big mm-hmm. lineage of basketball coaches, but they, even before she got there, they are just, um, they press, they're in your face, they push the tempo, they push the women on fouling. I mean, they're, you know, if you get, if you get some refs that call fouls, they're, they get in trouble with that. But if not, they let us play, then that, that works in their favor and they're just in your face. I mean, it's, it's fun basketball, but it's also, you know, the girls, it's frustrating basketball too. So, um, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to be really tough, but I think, um, I, I think we have a good plan put in place to beat those teams this year. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. What about, uh, can you, can you talk to me about, uh, you know, you bring your five starters back, you acknowledge that, you know, they got to earn their position still for this year. Mm-hmm. With that kind of experience coming back and that talent, do you keep the playbook pretty much? I'm not asking for secrets, but do you keep the playbook kind of the same, or or do you add things that maybe the the girls can are are experienced enough to to add to the repertoire? Yeah, obviously, um, you know, my first year I came in, um, we were very raw. I kept it really basic. Second year. I uh, added a little bit more. I think my first year we won one game. Second year we won five. Last year we went 19 and five. And each year I've turned the dial up. And this year is is full throttle. So yes, I'm I, I'm throwing a little bit more at them scheme wise, defensively and offensively. And I think we're mature enough now. I mean, um, my eighth graders that played last year that were you know like Nellie Nichols, um, and then my you know my freshman Gracie she she's now a sophomore and they've all you can see it they've really started to mature and um, they get smarter and then my my lone senior last year was or that she'll be this year um is ella singer and she's she's super hungry and and uh, she's a very intelligent uh athlete so yes i'm gonna we're gonna be doing a, a little bit of different stuff than we did last year so absolutely what are, what are uh, really quick here? Uh, what are some non-league games you have scheduled before you get into the EWAC season? Well, they they kind of it's weird they mixed it in this year for some reason, but that's okay. <laughs> but we, um, you know, I talked to our athletic director. And I said I think it's time to 
schedule some pretty fun games and uh, we need to be really challenged. So we play, uh, we play cashmere down there. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really tough. We play Chelan. We played them last year, but we play at their house. Um, but then we host Okanagan at home. I think the preseason, they're number two. And we also, we play warden at central over Christmas break. And I think they're number three preseason. Um, so we got some, uh, we have some preseason games that are wow. – oh, Coopville. I don't know a bunch about Coopville yet. But, you know, I think our preseason is going to be pretty healthy. That's impressive. That's yeah. impressive. Well, Coach, we're going to wrap this thing up. We got one more cool. kind of a fun fun question for you. And I think Favaro's answer was he didn't know if his kids even knew what Hoosiers was. But um, <laughs> at what point during the season are we pulling out Hoosiers to show our team? <laughs> um. What point are we pulling? Yeah, and I would agree with that. I bet you they don't. Uh, <laughs> I bet you they have no clue what that is. My daughter does. She's watched that with me. So, oh, of course. Um, shoot. Um, ho- <laughs> hopefully once or twice, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good a, little movie to show. I love it. Tell you what, if you can find Hoosiers on TikTok, then you got them. You got them hooked. If you can <laughs> find 30-second <laughs> There you go. Yeah, so. I, I would agree. Yeah, I'll show them uh, – and then some Bobby Knight film we'll throw in there. Oh, yeah, now we're talking seamlessly. Yeah, Absolutely. Coach, so. Well, Coach, I really appreciate the, the time today. Uh, we will definitely see yep. you uh, in Cleveland's gym. Obviously, Eric yep. and I are Kittitas guys, so uh, we'll make yep. sure to talk trash for you in Kittitas' gym as well. <laughs> I love it. But uh, uh, good luck to you guys, to you and, yep. and the coaches and the ladies in the yep. season, and stay healthy as well. Yeah, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Appreciate right. you having me on. Thank you. Have a good one. Enjoy practice. Okay. Will do. Thank you. Have a good day. All right, you too. Well, as we said in the beginning, that's fun. We're excited. We're fired up. Winter sports are here. It's time to go inside and watch some uh, pretty competitive basketball teams this winter. That's right. They're actually, I kind of got motivated to hit the road as well. Yeah, heck yeah. See a couple of road games. Mm-hmm. Maybe a Cleo and Mapton. Maybe a, yeah. you know, a, a Kittitas LaSalle. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely, yeah, yeah, and then the, you got the Ellensburg's non-league schedule. It's pretty juggernautish. So. Gauntlet, yeah, hundred percent. So you are going to be tested. Yes, in that. Um, you're either playing every team that they're playing made it to state in the two A, three A, or four A. So yeah. I mean, that's just and and do you think do you think Ellensburg and Burlington Edison will meet again for the third year in a row? Yeah. I don't know. That'd be pretty entertaining stuff. Yeah. So, but yeah. yeah, we have a heck of a, we have a heck of a season ahead of us. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. So yeah. I want to thank, thank all the coaches called in, mm-hmm. uh, joked around with us, laughed at our jokes. Um, <laughs> still not sure how serious we are about the Hoosiers. You right. Know? I mean, I need a little bit more of a commitment there. But, That's right. <laughs> um, no, it'll, it'll be another great season. Heck yeah. I think that Hoosiers, when things start to get a little lull, you need to get that. Uh, get the blood going That's a little right. bit. So, 100%. I mean, I guess the question is. Then, if we're going to ask basketball, uh, wh- when do you get when do you get feel the dreams out? Oh, easy, right? Before or for playoff. the love of the game, right before or, playoffs. Yeah, okay. It's, or the big gig, big doubleheader or something. Yeah, playoffs. Got to save the guns for when the bolts for when you need them. Then, but I don't know. Uh, you know, you could ask my wife or daughters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the waterworks come out. Yeah, when Kevin Cosner says, "Hey, Dad, yeah, want to have a catch?" Hundred percent. You can't get you that. every time. That if that the, doesn't get you, check your pulse. That and at the end when the they're panning up in the gym, 
And Hoosiers. And the voice is talking right there. Oh, get Gene. you. Old Gene. Well, thank you to our sponsors, to Country Companies Insurance, Evergreen Home Loans, Mobile Studios. And we are going to be back later this week, wrapping up the weekend of Central Football and preparing for playoff football and everything right. else that that uh, that's taking place. So we'll be back right. later this week with another episode. Until then, thank you to everybody that was able to call into the show, and we'll be uh, getting after it here soon. Take care.